Hi everyone, welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast. Please be aware that we are going on a short break and will be back as usual on December 15th with more of our daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. Meanwhile, you may consider subscribing to our Patreon where you will get access to a cool series on wartime life in Ukraine and many other types of content. Link will be in the description to this episode. My name is Artem, and here is the news. For 286 days, Ukraine stands strong against the forces of the Russian invasion. Yesterday, Ukraine marked its National Armed Forces Day. Ordinary Ukrainians were sharing words of admiration and gratitude towards those who serve and defend the country. In his address, President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky thanked defenders and all those who helped them. The president informed that he visited Ukrainian forces in the Donetsk region and close to the front line in the Kharkiv region. He wished them all only one thing – victory. <music> Defense Minister of Ukraine Oleksiy Reznikov stated that there is currently no need of having another wave of mobilization in Ukraine, reports Ukrainska Pravda. He stressed that Ukraine has enough personnel in the armed forces and in general in the security and defense sector at the moment. This was Reznikov's reply to a question whether Ukraine was going to intensify the mobilization in relation to a possible second wave of mobilization in Russia. The minister also commented on the petition to allow people who have served for more than a year in the armed forces to be demobilized and return home. Reznikov believes that it will greatly harm Ukraine's defense capabilities. Quote, imagine, today we have about a million people serving. Imagine letting a million go, recruiting another million and teaching them, preparing them. Unquote. According to him, the parliament has a more constructive approach, a draft law that the ministry supports, the possibility of granting vacations for the military for a certain period of time, the possibility to rest and restore. Ukraine returned 60 of its military from Russian captivity in the result of another prisoner exchange, reports Channel 24. According to the head of the President's Office of Ukraine, Andriy Yermak, among them are soldiers of the armed forces, the National Guard and the State Border Guard Service, 58 men and two women. Chief of the Main Intelligence Directorate Kirill Budano assessed that Russia still has missiles for several more large-scale missile attacks on Ukraine, reports LBUA. According to him, Russia's reserves of high-precision weapons are already running low, but the Kremlin probably decided to use all of them. Budano acknowledged that Russia is still capable of producing new missiles, but emphasized that their production capacities are absolutely minuscule compared to the amount they use. The U.S. State Department informed that the U.S. did not provide Ukraine with weapons that would allow it to carry out strikes on the territory of Russia, nor did it encourage Kyiv to resort to such actions, reports European Pravda. At the same time, the U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said that the U.S. is making no effort to prevent Kyiv from developing its long-range strike potential. Ukraine national energy operator Ukrenergo notes that it will take a few more days to restore electricity production to the level it was before the missile attack on December 5th, reports Interfax Ukraine. Prime Minister Denis Megal said that the power deficit is at about 19%. According to him, in just the past few months, 35% of key objects of backbone networks have been damaged by massive attacks by Russians. 70% of them were hit two or more times. Hungary blocked adoption by the European Council of legislative amendments that would allow Ukraine to receive 18 billion euros of macrofinancial assistance in 2023, reports Interfax Ukraine. At the same time, Executive Vice President of the European Commission Valdis Dombrovskis said that a political solution that would allow the macrofinancial assistance to be provided to Ukraine will be found soon. 
He stressed that Ukraine is at war and desperately needs support and the EU cannot allow one member state to delay and derail EU financial support. Among possible solutions alone guarantees from the EU budget or from member states. Prime Minister Denis Shmigal expressed hope that the first meeting of the so-called financial Rammstein will be held in the first quarter of 2023, reports Ukrainform. Financial Rammstein is a format suggested by Ukraine and designed after Defense Rammstein, a group of defense officials from different countries chaired by the US that ensures and coordinates international military support for Ukraine. The Prime Minister said that work is already underway to have the meeting of the financial Rammstein at the level of the European Commission and at the level of financial organizations and the G7. If you like what we do and would like to tip us, you can now do so directly to our PayPal. Check out the link in the description to this episode for more details. And as usual, you can subscribe to our Patreon. In gratitude for your help, we will give you access to a series of exclusive episodes on wartime life in Ukraine. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.